Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. And now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host. I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. Thank you for joining us today. Excited to be here, excited to have our guest with us on our regular standard series called Leave It to Kleber. We have Steve Kleber with us. Steve, you are so th- so thankful for you to come in. You are awesome. Thank you for, for joining us. It's my pleasure. Now, we were talking a little off air. Um, you have just recently been to the home show, which is not just the home show, your normal home show. This is the big daddy of them all. Um, which home show did you attend? This is the International Builders Show. It's co-located with the Kitchen and Bath Show and as well Surfaces. And it's been renamed Design and Construction Week. Wow. Well, so when you have that type of atmosphere, you probably have not just builders. Obviously, you're getting to see and, and, and hear about all of the new things that are kind of on the horizon or things that have been really selling well or give people opportunity to see what the future looks like, right? Absolutely. In fact, what uh, is involved in these shows is everything in the channel from manufacturers who push into distribution to end users like homeowners and commercial building owners who pull those products back with their contractors off the shelf And then what we call influencing the influencers. Those are bloggers and architects and interior designers. Yeah. Now, home sales, new home sales um, may have not been as great as as what it could have been, I think. But new home sales are still certainly trending up. Um, And with that being the case, you have inventory. People are tending to say, hey, wait a minute. There's not the inventory out there that I need in a lot of locations throughout the U S so maybe it's time for me to take on this project of building my own home and builders have, have understood that their supply and demand inside of the new builder um, sector and, and the good ones, the ones that really cater to a specific audience. Um, it's not like they can take on 20 new clients, you know, every single year or every single month. I mean, they have to be very selective. So finding these type of builders that are attending these shows that are, that are part of this, this group, this, this group of really focused future people, that's really smart for people to think about, isn't it? That's right. And there's a home for virtually any price range from entry level to custom. And one of the things we had a global economist, Steve, on last week, and he mentioned that a new construction, the uh, national housing market is short one million plus one million units. Did you realize that? The builders just aren't taking the risk on putting up a lot of spec homes, worried that if something were to happen, they would be sitting on that property. So uh, mortgage rates are attractive, and this is a good time to be building. And, and the big thing too, is like I just mentioned, you have a lot of good builders out there. It's just, they're only so few, there's only so few good builders in terms of what they're really looking to do. You have those folks who are building the cookie cutter style home. 
um, who might, you know, build a couple of spec homes. But like you said, they're a little more tentative to be able to like go out. They're not going to build a whole neighborhood like they used to. Um, and today in Mark, you're right. The global economist. Now he was very, very positive about the future. I mean, very upbeat. He actually felt strong that we have a great, you know, two years, three years, the chances of recession were very low. Um, but if you're out there listening, you need to know that if you're going to build something, you need to put that plan in motion so that you can secure the right people um, in place. So on the phone with us, we have Steve Kleber with Kleber and Associates. Um, now, next year, the Builder Show is transitioning to a different part of the country, or is it still going to be out in Vegas? No, it's moving to the Orlando and um, Convention Center, which is an interesting concept because, as you know, I also participate at the Pacific Coast Builders Conference. That's right. And since this year, Las Vegas is so close to San Francisco where that PCBC show is, um, there are many manufacturers that will introduce a new product at one or the other of those shows. In wow. the case of next year, when the show moves to the East Coast, you'll literally be able to attract two different types of marketplaces, those builders and audiences that are involved in the East Coast in Orlando and those builders and audiences that are involved in the West Coast with the Pacific Coast Builders Conference. So it's going to be an exciting 2021 coming around the corner. Now, a lot of people, you know, they had the technology conference and it's that big one. For some reason, the name of it slipping my mind right now, but it was just a few weeks ago. The Consumer Electronics Show. Yes, absolutely. Did you do you attend those type of things? I, I didn't this year, but yeah. I have in the past, and um, that's an exciting time for smart home technology. I was going to say, because there's got to be a convergence. Well, we know there's a convergence, maybe more than there ever has been, between home builders and technology. It's really a convergence that's been in the making for a long time, but we have never been so intertwined than at this moment in history as it relates to technology and homes. Would you agree? Absolutely. You're able to basically connect through your uh, smartphone in your pocket the ability to not only control temperature, but also access. Uh, for example, if you were to have a, a Airbnb, uh, you could change your lock code and allow somebody in and then change that lock code back. That's um, awesome. There are, there are garage door openers that will be interacting with drone delivery devices where your carport is going to become basically a warehouse for the products that come into your house. Because we do uh, VRBO, which actually I think it's pronounced Verbo, at least the commercial that I saw, but whatever, um, where you get this passcode, and to your point of being able to change it, um, I would almost bet that the house I stayed in five years ago is still Mickey one, two, three, four, you know? And so that's a concern. So for people who are, you know, have investment properties and they may be renting them out, it's a great technology. And it, you know, the thing I like about it, Steve, is that you can, you know, have the, probably if you're, if you're building a new home or if you're retrofitting, if you're renovating or whatever, um, this can be something a builder could turn key for you. Or if you wanted to go directly to the person who's selling it, uh, you could do that as well because not everything requires, you know, not everybody is going to, you know, build a new home just to get this new technology. A lot of this stuff is just available for you as an individual. But it's being adapted to the way you live. 
So if, if Costco and Amazon and Chewy are delivering your pet products and consumables in large packages, it's not going to be thrown on the front porch anymore. There's going to be pantries that are designed to store at larger size. We call them Costco closets. And as I said, there's going to be garages that will become basically warehouse portals. Since you can lock the back door of your home, that, uh, that garage is going to have open access to the vendors who are going to be supplying the contents for your home, whether it be furniture or consumables. I did see a, a commercial the other day. I don't normally watch a lot of commercials, but I have been lately. But um, one of the commercials was a, manuf- a leading manufacturer of this type of technology. And he was in the bathtub, I believe, and his pizza had arrived. And I just, did, you know, that's where you, like you just mentioned, that was the thing that was missing. It was that um, consumable a protective device or whatever it was because he just opened the door and let him come in. I, I'm not for that. I'm for what you're saying. <laughs> right. And the ability to have a garage that has an internal lock towards the home mm. gives you that kind of portal. Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly, I have spent some time in Charlotte, Steve, and uh, we have opened up a, an office there and uh, I had rented a um, Airbnb and uh, I needed a few items, right? And now with this, it was great because the particular place that I was staying had a, it was like an Amazon locker is what it was. And it was on site. Now this was a, probably whoever built this large, you know, multi-unit um, dual purpose complex had this in mind. And it was really a great benefit to the the people because they could order their stuff. And then not only did they have their own, you know, mailbox and so forth, they also had their Amazon lockers so, so that they could get their Cause that, that is one of the markets that will deliver within a couple of hours and they have perishables and they can, you can just do everything. That's kind of what you see too. I bet as a future for homes is that, and it's what you're speaking to. Right. Now, that's actually currently available. What I see in the future is that there will be artificial intelligence that Mm -hmm. starts to adapt. For example, we saw a product at the Builder Show last week called Blink. It's a uh, blinds and glass, insulated glass panel for windows and doors that features blinds between the glass. It can be raised and lowered Mm. according to your remote. But in the next iteration, I predict that these, this blind will be able to be open and closed and lowered based on the amount of sunlight that's coming through or the amount of ambient temperature to be able to adapt for humans who want it a little colder or a little warmer, even when they're not physically uh, controlling that through remote or through their smartphone. Oh, wow. That's pretty strong stuff. Well, we're here with Steve Cleaver with Cleaver and Associates. Thank you for joining us, Steve. Guys, stick around with us. We'll be right back after these messages. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the housing hour. This is Kevin Ray with Mark Griffith, executive producer and co-host. We want to let you guys know also how to kind of check in with us, check our website out, website out, um, learn more about what we do. You can go to the housinghour.com and you can also uh, go to facebook.com slash the housing hour. 
And you can go to Twitter at The Housing Hour, Instagram. Of course, we're on all the social media platforms. And Mark is on Pinterest as well. Go check out his new construction uh, boards that he pins on. Um, And then also, uh, for those of you um, who want to share this show, there's a couple of ways that you can do that. One of the easiest and probably most effective ways is just go to the housinghour.com, find the show that you're interested in. You can find our series. You can locate those. We have redesigned our website. We have 2020 vision on our website. <laughs> it's the biggest cliche in the world right now, but please go check it out. It's, it's really easy to use and we have it packed full of great material and some of the greatest material we have is in our Leave It to Kleber series. Steve Kleber, Kleber and Associates, just got back, or actually maybe in, in route home, from the uh, International Builder Show. And it's a really huge deal. I mean, we're talking about, I don't know how many people attend this thing. Oh, close to 100,000. I mean, talking about as many people as fit in Neyland Stadium you know, uh, when we're winning, um, maybe not quite that much when we're losing, but, uh, really incredible. And, and you, you go to this Steve, because, you know, some people don't take the time because it's, you know, they think in their minds, well, there's, it's very expensive and it's, you know, maybe I'll find something to learn all that, but you do it because you really want to stay in touch with what's going on out there. Right. Absolutely. We represent clients who are distributing and launching new products at the show. I'm in, involved in nonprofit organizations that awards uh, people who are contributing to the industry and, yes, to keep in touch with what's new, what's next, and what's now. Exactly. And, I mean, did you win any money, by the way, any gambling wins, big wins? Can you, be, can you believe I went to Las Vegas and never stepped one toe into the casino? That's how busy we were. Well, that's good because uh, unless it's a couple of them, you're going to get inundated with smoke. And that's the one that, reason I don't go in the casinos myself. Um, anyway, so the other thing you mentioned to us, which I wanted to come back to before we move to something else, but you mentioned about what the future looked like. Because I want to really um, make point for that to crystallize with people because for if you're right now, maybe you're in the midst of building a home or you're thinking about doing that. There's stuff that you, you and your builder can talk about that is now that is available, but there's something else to think about as well, which is, and I wanted Steve, you to comment on this because a lot of times a builder will know what's coming or what's going to be available and kind of, set your house up to be able to accept that technology in the future. And, and I don't know, have a specific example of that, but there was one example a long time ago, which just shows you how far back this home was built in 2008 and what has changed. So he went ahead and put in, we didn't want it at the time, but it was very inexpensive for us to put a little screen, um, a little TV screen, LED uh, TV screen in our mirror. And we didn't want to hook it all up just yet, but in order to, put that screen post um, installation, you just got to break the mirror. That's just an example of, of one. So it was wired in. All I had to do, all I have to do, because I still have yet to, I've never turned it on. It was going to cost us no additional money. So we just went ahead and did it. Um, are there other things like that that people should be conscious of? Well, I'll give, I'll give you a macro concept that we all should be conscious of in, in the uh, on the planet. Mm-hmm. And that is sa- saving water. I mean, they, they predict that in the future we'll be fighting wars over water instead of oil as Teslas and other batteries are coming in to replace some of the 
um, carbon products that we now use. So while the past may have been concerned with the flow of oil, the future is concerned with the flow of water. Mm. And there was one product that already addresses that that I was impressed with at the show, and it was called Aquar House Hydrant. And what it is simply is an alternative to the traditional brass threads that an exterior watering hose is threaded to. This is one that is basically pressed to connect. It has no leaks and drips. It's using the same valve concept that was originally engineered for use on machine on marine vessels. Um, so you basically have this marine grade stainless steel O-ring uh, device where the hose presses into it and then you can pull it away. You don't have to worry about brass threads and you don't have to worry about freezing. That's really great because we put every year this little um, cover on our uh, hoses because we, you know, are worried about the water freezing and going back in and, you know, causing havoc. Um, and then also, like you mentioned, you know, getting a, a hose on there tight, you're dealing with leakage. There's, you know, trying to f- fit it on there sometimes depending on the day, if it's light out. I mean, it's very difficult. So this, this is something that helps to, I guess, overcome those obstacles. Absolutely. It's uh, made by a company called Aquar House Hydrant from Aquar Water Systems, and it was so well received that it was recognized as a best of the International Builder Show finalists. Oh, wow. That's cool. Now, I know you're also, if I'm not mistaken, are you still the president of the National Remodeling Foundation? Correct. I'm also on the board of the Global Opportunities for the National Association of Home Builders. Oh, that's awesome. So the, but my, I guess what I was saying with the remodeling aspect of it, um, back to my point from earlier, is this something that you could actually retrofit to your home um, after you've built it, the the spout, um, the, the hose thing that you were talking about? You could, but you're going to have to drill through the exterior wall. So yeah. I would think it's much more suited for new home construction. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for example, there is a separate show, if you can believe, called the Remodeling Show, which is different than the International Builders Show. It's, it. it's hard to know what marketplace is interested in repair, replace, remodel, or new home construction. And so there are products for all, but mainly with the International Builder Show, it is primarily involved with new home construction. Um, you mentioned that there was another product that you uh, discovered that was um, released at the, at the show that you just came from uh, revolving around decking. Can you talk a little bit about that? That's exciting. Absolutely. Uh, it used to be that the um, composite material that are alternatives to wood were only considered a luxury product. Um, they, they obviously avoid maintenance, and so a lot of um, custom home owners would use that. But there was a new product that I saw at the show last week called Envision Decking. Mm-hmm. It was a Ridge Premium collection, but what was very special about it is it had a fluted shape on the back the part you couldn't see, the part that is underneath the deck. And those flutes actually removed material from the board itself that allowed for the same rigidity. It was compressed instead of extruded, and so that created a new price point that I was very pleased to see. Oh, that's that's very nice because composite has always been very, very um, expensive for good reason. But with this in line, you know, that's good news because my wife and I are all in the market to, to replace our deck and we've received some quotes and, and the quotes for 
that standard composite that, you know, that everybody knows about was definitely higher, but there was pros and cons to both, of course. So, you know, a deck should last, you know, for a long time, even if it's wood. Um, but depend going back to builder, uh, you know, quality as far as what, how they installed the deck, did they do the right things? Um, you want to not only make sure the materials are what you think is best, and that's something you can collaborate with your builder about. Um, and then also mention to them some of the things you hear on the show, you know, that you may hear, but you don't hear your builder talking about. Well, bring these things up and direct him um, or her to these different products that Steve is mentioning because um, Steve, not all builders uh, know about some of these things and not all builders are going to offer them, but that doesn't mean that we can't bring that up in our discussions, right? That's right. It's very similar to the pharmaceutical industry who are now advertising directly to patients who in turn bring that finding and research straight to their doctor. So I think you can use the same analogy as a homeowner Mm. where you come to your builder contractor and specifier and say, what about this? Will this work for me? And the Internet, of course, gives us an unlimited amount of that kind of availability. Oh, wow. That's that's a good point. And for for us now in the mortgage industry that are doing mortgages and builders that are building and real estate agents that are, you know, taking people and showing them property. I mean, everything's up across the board. You know, whether it be purchase or refinance or new homes or, or existing homes, everything's trending up. And so if you're out there, we know that you're thinking about it. So these are some things to consider when you are looking out there. Well, we have Steve Kleber with us and he is going to continue with us. We're going to talk more about what he experienced at the home show, at the home builder show and much, much more. So we'd love for you to stick around with us. And um, just so you guys know, you can find more about some of what Steve's talking about at our website. And we're going to link Uh, Steve's as well, some other information that he's going to provide us. So we definitely want you guys to check that out. Thank you for joining us. We'll be right back, guys, right after these messages. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. Kevin Ray here with Mark Griffith, executive producer and co-host. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Thank you guys for joining us. And we do want to make sure that you check out our website. You can go to migonline.com for our sponsor, thehousinghour.com for our site. So check it out. You can learn more about Steve and and all the things that he's doing. We're going to connect that right to um, the Housing Hour. And check out our newly designed and rebranded website. We have a fresh new look for 2020. And uh, Steve, your website's really looking good too, by the way. I just wanted to let you know that. Well, thank you. Please visit so and often. Yes. And I mean, you, it, it, it really is a very well-tuned website. And that's so important um, for us and uh, obviously for you because you want to be able to present what you want, you're trying to say and communicate that in a way that's just you know, relevant, but also looks good, feels good. And, and you nail it on all fronts on that. So um, one of the other things that uh, we were talking about um, off air was this really unique concept. Talk a little bit about it. Go ahead and just dish it out for us. No pun intended. One of the uh, most aggressive new concepts that I saw at the show was a kitchen garden appliance made by Natufia. It's called the Natufia Kitchen Garden. 
And it's a self-contained cabinet that creates an optimal recipe of water, lighting, and nutrients that allows a homeowner to grow enough leafy greens to produce a salad or two per day. That is remarkable. And it's self-contained, which is key. You, 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 I mean, how much did you learn about it? Did you learn about, you know, like what is the range of the cost of it? Do you, what is expected of you? And I'm sure there's, you know, the supplies and so forth are, are, ter- are going to be sent right to you. And it's probably very user-friendly to set up, but it's not on the market just yet, right? It is. It's $13,000 if you're sitting down for mm-hmm. an appliance. Mm-hmm. But for those people who are concerned about what we put into our bodies, everyone should be. There's no alternative to actually growing your own salad as opposed to waiting for it to come from the farm to the distributor and to the grocery store and to your home and sit in the refrigerator. At some level, those nutrients are dying. In this case, the appliance allows the waters and nutrients to be dispersed automatically through a central system that's controlled through a touchscreen display in the bottom of the cabinet. And the plants know what they need, so you don't have to create different nutrients for different types of herbs. You use the same central materials, and the plant takes what it needs, and the rest of it gets recycled. Oh, that's incredible. And when you say recycled, I mean, that would be, I'm sure, part of what your maintenance would be, but... At the same time, the touchscreen is very clear. I'm looking at the, the information about and it. And this looks like something that you could do on Mars or, you know, outside yeah. of this world yeah. to grow vegetables. That's it could be done it, anywhere. It really does look that way. And it's a far cry from the way our grandmother used to put <laughs> earth pots in the windowsill yeah. to grow rosemary and mint. Yeah, or my grandfather, he used to have a slingshot to get the squirrels that went into his watermelons. <laughs> well, that's that, <laughs> That's the protein side of the business, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, it's also, if you remember that movie that Matt Damon was in, I can't remember which one it was, but he had this same set. I mean, it looks exactly like it was a hydroponic type of setup, and, and not that that's what this is, but it was built in order for him to be able to survive, uh, you know, for long periods of time without being able to grow anything. But you know, here on Earth, you know, we're not in the Mars atmosphere, obviously, but talk about convenience. And, and Mark, you mentioned that it looks similar to the show we had. Um, right. What was it called? What was that? It was it was a tower. It was a right. food tower they put on the back porch. Same thing. Nutrients mm-hmm. running through to the roots. No right. dirt. Yes, but it it wasn't hydroponics. It was no. some. It was it was another word for it, but we can figure that out. But this is really interesting. And if you if you look at this website, and we'll we'll connect you with that. But it's Natufia N A T U F I A dot com. And in there, you can actually see the cabinet. It almost looks like a sort of a refrigerator um, as far as the door goes. And then with hinges that, you know, oh, wow, that's really, really amazing. There's a lot of people that are going to like this for sure. This is better than farm to table. I mean, this is kitchen to table. And and if you think about it, there are wine refrigerators now that are in the high thousand dollar range. And, um, for, for those times where wine is important to a homeowner, there is no alternative. But similarly, we're all going to be eating leafy greens and vegetables for the foreseeable future. Why not consider, if your family's health and wellness and holistic healing is important, something like this might make a lot of sense. And it can be installed right into a kitchen 
around the cabinetry and around the countertops so that it is part of your lifestyle. Mm, I'm going to share this with my sister because well, she'll, she'll the one around. on online looks like uh, a broom closet size. Mm-hmm. Did you did they have one size or is this just design on the go? Right, no, it's it's about the size of a broom closet. I'm I'm, I'm having a hard time making the analogy if that's what was put in it, mm-hmm. uh, brooms versus versus <laughs> hydroponic vegetables. But but yeah, no, it, it, it's something that would not take up an inordinate amount of space. We're still dealing with. Um, a reduced footprint uh, and building costs. Uh, with a lot of the um, people that you work with, because I, I and I don't know this for a fact, but the way I foresee or the way I see what you do is that you work with people that are really on the cutting edge of some of the best and, and I guess most sophisticated products. Not they're not always going to be the cheapest out there, but you you get what you pay for. I mean that's part of it. But when you go out there and you're looking to partner with people. Are those some of the earmarks that you look for? You know, you want something that's uh, well thought out that you want to help to enhance the brand of or represent the brand of and move forward their, you know, their agenda. Um, What are some other things that you look for? Because so far, like there's been nothing you've talked to us about that I would have said, I say, oh, that's not probably something for me. You seem to really know how to find the right brands or maybe the right brands know how to find you. I don't know. Well, we talked about the Envision decking, and that was designed for a budget-conscious consumer. Right. They still want that high quality and low maintenance of composite decking, but they want a price that's more comparable to a wood deck. Mm-hmm. There's also things about total cost of the lifetime of a product. If you're going to increase the equity of your home, which actually that's why we, we buy mortgages, is in order to be able to increase the value of our home. And if a product is going to maintain their equity over time, then it's worth considering. As well, you want to have lower maintenance. So there's a total cost of product. If it rots and has to be replaced, then certainly a composite or an alternative material to something that is of a lesser cost up front could provide good return on investment over its lifetime. No doubt about it. And I'm sure, too, when you look at all of the things that we have talked about in today's show and even in shows in the past, um, there is a return on the investment. And some of the time, like you mentioned, if you're conscious about, just as an example, this this uh, kitchen-to-table setup for the vertical farming in your home kind of, um, I mean, that's uh, an investment in your well-being, which is, you know, invaluable. That's priceless. There's nothing you can put any amount of money to equate it to. So um, there's other things, too, I had questions about. They weren't necessarily on your list. But do you um, have any uh, – did you have anybody that you saw talking about, you know, these new – aqua, you know, like refining water or filtering water or something like that. Is that something that builders are conscientious about? Because that's definitely, people see that as more of a luxury item. I I personally don't, but has there been a move to to put something on the market like that? Well, I I think luxury is in in one's eyes. And of Mm -hmm. course, builders, to answer your first question, are building based on what their audience wants to in a home. So it's not just the profit margin that a builder wants to make by coming in at a certain price point. They want to create a home that's going to truly reflect that homeowner's family's life. And if that can be a living, breathing product that is going to enhance their home, whether it be increased security, 
or lower maintenance. Um, we, we were just talking about the decking. I saw another product. It was called Diamond Coat, and it's actually a product that goes over the uh, siding. It's a Louisiana Pacific uh, smart side um, slat of siding, and it's got a coating on it, so you're not going to have to paint it. You're not going to have to maintain it. So lower cost over time. And that is something that goes over what did you say? It's the LP Smart Side, which is a composite material. Um, you've, you've probably heard of Hardy, Hardy Plank. Mm-hmm. There are several material that, that, just like the decking, are made out of composites that extend the quality of the original wood alternative. In the end, wood rots. Yeah. Um, if, if you see the you know, tree down in the backyard, you know it's decaying. And it's no different on the homes, particularly when you are exposed to Mother Nature on siding and on decking. Those surfaces have to resist water, but also resist the need to be maintained through painting over time or staining. Absolutely. That's a very good point. And that uh, talking about the life uh, sort of of any product that you buy, you want to try to make sure that you keep it. You know, maintenance is so vitally important, protecting it protecting your investment. That's a very good point. Well, we're here with Steve Kleber with Kleber and Associates. We so thank for him coming on the show. We have one more segment with Steve, so stick around. We'll be right back. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray again with you here um, with Mark Griffith, executive producer and co-host, and also Steve Kleber is on the line with us from Kleber and Associates. This is our Leave It to Kleber series, has been on the show many times before. We have a special segment, special series uh, on our website. You can go to thehousinghour.com and learn more. We'd love for you to connect with us and uh, you can do that by either going to our website, thehousinghour.com. You can also go to facebook.com slash thehousinghour and on Twitter at thehousinghour. And you can find more information about the hosts as well, um, me, myself, Kevin Ray, and Mark Griffith by going to thehousinghour.com. And you know what, Mark? You're doing birthday parties this year, right? <laughs> yeah, and you do so the balloons, Kevin. If you can want to connect with Mark to do that, that would be awesome. So... Um, we're here talking, like I said, to Steve Kleber, and Steve has um, recently been out to uh, Las Vegas to a very important show within the, the industry of home builders, and that's the International Builders Show. So you have builders, you know, I'm assuming because it's the international, coming or from all around the world. Is that correct, Steve? Actually, yes. It's an international event. There are pavilions from Turkey, from China, all kinds of products. Mm, and I'm sure that one of the big things when builders come over here and whoever that might be, manufacturers or builders, you know, the, the, the whole gamut, because there's a variety of people that, like you said at the first segment, that come, they're trying to get a, a, an eye and get a gear in front of what the curve is so that they can provide something that's really amazing. And depending on their niche, too, you mentioned that as well, because the builder ultimately is going to, put products in their home that they're hearing their clients ask them for. So, you know, the way that we find out information is by, you know, finding a show like this and listening and then taking that information and doing research, you know, going to Steve's site, you know, following us as well. 
But that's what this is all about because we want to try to provide, hey, what's out there? What's going to really wow you and help your home become that oasis that you really have in your mind? A lot of people, when they go to buy a house or they go to rent a home or buy a home or build a home, whatever it might be, in their mind's eye, they have this, uh, per, you know, this idea of what is a perfect home, the white picket fence you know, the dog in the front yard, you know, this and that. And they have these things already lined up in their mind. There's a lot to owning a home and I'm all for home ownership, but I'm also into making it easier to own and also the experience to be better, more uh, like luxurious, more, more feeling of, of having a, a spa at home, if you will. So Steve, there was a couple of products that you were mentioning to us. I, I really liked the award-winning product, the Impact Award, IBS Impact Award. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, you were just mentioning the spa at home. Sometimes we call that a staycation. Mm, People mm. actually preferring to stay at home, perhaps uh, binge on Netflix. And why have to go to a hotel in order to have a spa experience? You mentioned the uh, Hans Grohe Rainfinity Showerhead. Um, it was the Best of IBiz Award winner for Impact. And it had a slightly concave spray surface of the shower head and this diffused arrangement of the jet poles. That ensured that the spray wasn't limited to just, if you will, your head and shoulders, but softly covered the entire body with water. It was an amazingly beautiful product and truly functional that you can cover so much of your body with that spray. Oh man, that sounds wonderful. And who, nobody wants just a single shower head with a few little strands of water coming out with no water pressure. You can ask my wife. The first thing that I do when we go to a hotel is I say, how's the water pressure? If I'm not in there first, because that's important to me, but not just the water pressure. You know, we all have stress in our lives and we want to be able to find, you know, somewhere to take a moment to just reset and some people that's meditation, some people that's, you know, going and finding a, a space in their home, uh, some of it's in the shower, but regardless of where it is, you want it to be very comfortable. And this is an example of people thinking through and thinking about what does the end user want and what is it they're looking for? And I'm sure Hans Groa didn't just randomly out of the blue, just create something without doing their due diligence and finding out what's the pulse of the consumer, you know, but also just using their, their focus groups or their research and development, you know, all of this goes holistically together in a lot of ways. And what you are doing, Steve also goes into it because the fact is the more people that can communicate to you, to us, to builders, to whoever, the better we'll be able to uh, refine and fine tune that special experience that everybody's looking for. Absolutely. In fact, I've been to the corporate offices of Hans Grohe, and they have this division called the Aquatomy. Mm. And it's actually <laughs> full-scale shower experiences where people can use it. They can test and develop products, get involved in the ergonomics of the human body and how to develop systems. This particular Rainfinity shower system, in addition to the spray head that you're thinking about that comes from the top, they also had an innovative hand shower that provided this soothing regenerative effect on the arms and the legs through targeted powerful jets. So it's an immersive experience if you're really looking for a spa vacation at home. 
it's kind of like virtual reality for a shower in a way. That's absolutely. I mean, function is to get clean. That's right. Benefit is to get regenerated. Yeah, that's right. Wow. That you should put that tagline in front of Hans Grohe because that really was good. Whatever, Sounds good. Whatever you just said, I love it. I mean, too, you, when you talk about the aquatomy, was it the aquatomy? Aquatomy? Yes. The yes. aquatomy. That sounds really unique because, you know, people who are serious about, you know, I'm, I'm sure they would allow for, you know, builders or maybe it's even the retail distributor or maybe it's people like yourself to come in and give this a go because um, they're looking to create raving fans and raving fans they'll become if you can just touch and feel a product nine times out of ten you're going to know right off the bat whether this is for you or not so is that what the aquatomy is all about yes it's full size it's not models and it's not uh, 3d animation on a computer mm. this is actual human involvement full size with machines and plumbing devices that are designed to interact with the human body. Is it like um, a locker was, room shower or do you have your own private area? I, I think they have ability to create um, privacy associated with it uh, yeah. for, for when people are using it. But in terms of research and development, it's probably loaded full of people associated with testing new systems. Oh, wow. That's cool. And I tell you, I want that type of I want those types of things happening behind the scenes because there's nothing worse than somebody launching a product because everyone, you know, not everyone, but you can say that something does something and it fits the need that you're looking for. But without that, what you just said, the R and D aspect of it. And that's why Apple has been so incredibly um, good at what they do is because they really try to fine tune the user experience, you know, Android, they just don't find, no, I'm kidding. I'm totally joking. But Apple really has been known for that going back to even back when the iPod first came out, even before that, the Macintosh, but the products that I hear you talk about, there's been a lot of thought that has went into it. And, and that's extremely important. And I'm not sure do you, how you find the folks that do this, but you obviously have your ear to the, to the grind, you're grinding and finding is what you're doing. Right. I go to about 10 trade shows, all, virtually one a month, mm -hmm. um, exclusively related to products that go into construction. Yeah. So um, I, I do keep up with which manufacturers are ahead of which other games mm -hmm. and what they're bringing to the, to the marketplace. Oh, that's great. Now, the, your website is, is really a well-tuned machine. I mean, is that somewhere I could send people to learn more about kind of what you're doing and things of that nature? Absolutely, yes. KleberAndAssociates.com, K-L-E-B as in board, E-R-A-N-D, associates, plural, dot com. Yeah, and then in there you have a really nice uh, assortment, if you will, of white papers. You can go and there's a, just a, a significant amount of material that is important to you, either as a, just an individual or if you're a builder or if you're someone who is looking to to um, join forces and, and help or, and work with Steve to help get your brand recognized. You know, there's nothing wrong with reaching out and seeing if it's a fit because a lot of what I have heard from Steve has been really, really well thought out and Steve's always prepared. Um, and I like the fact that you combine not just like knowledge and understanding of, of our industry, but you also as well have that marketing 
part of it, the visualization and the understanding of how things look and feel and touch and how to communicate. So, wow, you've been a blessing to us, Steve, in the past, and we look forward to the future. And today has been uh, very much like all the others. Thank you for providing such knowledge to us, and um, we appreciate that so very much. It's my pleasure to be with you. Absolutely. And we're going to talk about having uh, a Kleber Housing Hour um, experience coming to you maybe in the future. We're going to keep that on lock and key right now, but we have some ideas. So definitely make sure that you guys check that out. But I want to tell you on behalf of Steve, definitely and everyone here at the housing hour, thank you guys for joining us and make sure that you connect with us soon on the housinghour.com to find out more about Steve and just more about our show. Thank you guys for joining us and we'll see you next time right here on the housing hour. That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and why not you need to know, so come here to find out. Also, check us out at thehousinghour.com. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.